0: The options are try to function as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I do, like, I'm running a half marathon in a week and a half. Like, I put headphones in and just listen to a podcast and get lost and just pretend like the wind is in there, like that cool, crisp fall breeze that is like everyone, is, to everyone else, is so amazing. And to me, it's like, ugh, get it away. Like, how much of me can I cover? It has been a journey. That's for damn sure. I'm still on it. Like every day is something. Not every day is a struggle. I think that's where I've gotten to. Is like there are some days that are not the worst thing ever. It's been a, like a massive roller coaster. When it first happened, I was like, "Oh, well, it's going to be okay because they're going to find them and convict them, and it's going to be okay." But I didn't at all realize what that entails, like, for them to actually go through that kind of process. I had convinced myself that, like, I was fine. Like, I was, you know, like, if you ask me, like, it happened on a Tuesday, I did a dance performance on a Saturday. I was like, I'm fine, it's totally fine. I was not fine. (laughs) But I had convinced myself that I was fine and I wasn't gonna let it ruin my life. I had been going to therapy, But it was very much like, okay, are you doing all the things that you're supposed to do? Like, are you taking your meds? Are you taking your this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you you suicidal? Yes or no? Hmm. I used to dance, and that was, like, my expression, like, how I got everything out. Which is part of why talking is so hard for me, because I never did. I just go in the studio, work it out. And it worked. Now, I just don't really feel connected to my body, so dancing is not like I can still mostly do a lot of it like physically do it but the emotional connection is not there anymore some of the pain that I have is actual pain from like some actual injury so I have some pain that is real and I also have like phantom pain that is just like there's nothing going on like right now I'm sitting here and this part of my arm hurts there's nothing there (laughs) like there's no and there's no injury there but it just hurts also i'm just like disconnected from it i'm more you know i work on that like I, and that's hard because you go to yoga and yoga is yoga is great but most yoga teachers i'm like okay where in the room are they what like because i don't want them to sneak up on me i just want to be less anxious i'm so jumpy this whole journey has been a lot of like okay well, i really want to to heal and to work on myself but I have to keep up with these logistics and the two don't jive very well you know it's not like oh okay well you can can testify and also heal because testifying is so like there's no emotions with testifying and healing is all about feeling emotions so it's like well how the hell am I supposed to accomplish that and no one has an answer and the DA cares about winning and yeah I want him in jail too like it's not, we don't have different goals but I also care about me and to the court system I'm a witness I'm not a person I'm not a human I'm not and I'm quote a perfect witness because I'm white contributing member of society as a stranger I wasn't drunk it really weighs on me that if I were black and on welfare they would not take my case seriously And it weighs on me that the known victims are all white but how many unknown black victims are there that they just don't know they're not taking it seriously i think about that all the time like i can afford to go to a therapist i can afford to pay for my own aids tests so that i don't have to go through insurance but when you have to you know they recommend a ridiculous number of them and it's like well can't afford that what are you supposed to do the the nurses at the rape kit was like nice but also like very rehearsed the truth is like now thinking about it i'm like well if she used to do one thing differently they can get it thrown out in court right so they have to be like okay now i'm doing this now you know like i have three inches of whatever it is and like you know measure this and but it's horrible and the police they sent were men, and the a lot of the doctors were men. And I mean, I was fortunately I was so out of it, I wasn't aware enough to be afraid. But I just was like, what? I mean, they sent in some like psychologist or something, some mental health care person. But I would never have called that person at all for anything. And then you know they gave me a list of therapists, and they were like, you oh, should go see a therapist. But no one ever like followed up with me. And they gave you know they give you a lot of drugs. They give you an AIDS cocktail, and they give you antibiotics, and they give the morning after pill. They don't explain that the morning after pill doesn't work a lot. What am I supposed to do? And you you don't get a period, and it's like oh, okay, I'm really stressed out. Like what do you what do you want from me? And then pregnant great went to the gynecologist and she was like i have to be in the hospital to do an abortion i can't do it in my clinic she was actually genuinely nice and genuinely cared they, she had to do an ultrasound not because i needed to see it but because she needed to make sure it wasn't a topic pregnancy because if it's a topic and they do an, an abortion it can be very dangerous so then you're filling out the form and one of the questions is have you ever had intercourse with someone who's on drugs and i didn't know and I just, like, I totally lost it. And I started crying. And I went back to the lady, and I was like, I don't know. And she was like, well, what do you mean you don't know? And I was like, I, I don't know. And I, I just felt like, have you not had this experience before? Is it not obvious to you? And I was just standing there, losing it. And finally, one of her supervisors noticed. And I was like, we'll take care of it. Don't worry. But it was like, they left me sitting in a room for, like like, an hour, just waiting. There was just no compassion. And... I didn't have any compassion for myself, certainly, and I still barely do. I needed that example and I didn't get it for a very long time from any medical provider. Like every AIDS test I ever had, they always were like, well you know, here's how you practice safe sex. And I was like, thank you, I know. No one read the form. And it was very insulting. So I saw one therapist for probably a year after it happened. and she was awesome about like are you t- getting your AIDS test just getting through the first year and then I realized she reminded me of my mom which was not a good thing and <laughs> I was like okay this has to stop so then I started seeing a second therapist like, six months to a year after that And I've been seeing her since then and we have a pretty good relationship I think there are times that I still I'm like What's your ulterior motive? Like, what? Do you really want what's best for me? Are you really trying to help me? Or are you something else? I would like to trust her. Like, really trust her. Now I mostly trust her, but there are definitely days that I'm like, why is she asking me that question? Does she think I'm disgusting? Does she hate me? Does she believe me? I think at some point, the goal would be to work with her and some other, like, a dance therapist or a yoga therapist or some other therapist who does body mind connection and I want to feel like a whole person maybe again maybe for the first time I don't really know but just feeling like okay hey, I'm a person and this happened full stop not it happened and it still pops up and there are still nightmares and it like there probably will always still be nightmares and things that are triggering but to just be in a place where that's not like, I'm not worried about, like, is rape written across my forehead. In the past few years, I've had moments of laughing, but it's so short-lived. I try to hold on to them for, like, as long as humanly possible, but there's always something that just snaps me right out of it. I told very few people. And a lot of the people that I told just sort of expected me to be fine in the next week, two weeks. Like, nobody understood. And I didn't understand what kind of a hell it was going to be, like the trial and the this and the that. So I have two or three friends who have been, who are still around. But I, I try hard not to talk too much about it because I, I'm like, I don't want to dump on you just because I can't spread it around to more people. So I try to use my therapist, use my runs. I don't know that I would have been a good friend if like the role had been reversed. Like, I don't know that, I don't think you realize how long, I mean, it's been seven years almost. And that's a lot of time for a friend to really need, to to need you. Support is like, it's kind of hard to come by. And people get scared away because they're gonna think that I am a falling apart mess, and I need to not be a falling apart mess, I need to be strong. I need to hear other stories, I need to relate to somebody, and it's not so much like, Oh, I need you to know this part of my story, or I need you to know that this is what happened. When the rape support group is all lot date rape because that is the majority of it, but like, I have been turned down from those groups because they're like, Well, people can't relate to you and or people will compare themselves to you and i'm like it's not a contest it's not the trauma olympics i don't think i need anyone to hear any given thing but i need someone to need to hear something you know because right now i feel like i'm in this little hole by myself sort of trying to navigate it and it's like well does anybody is any is anybody okay like you watch elizabeth smart on tv and you're like, well, she seems okay, but she's on TV for five minutes. I don't need people to hear the details. I don't need that. But I need to know that there are people who wouldn't run away if, that, if they did know the details. I hope that talking will bring me a little bit of peace and a little bit of calm. If we can help somebody else, that would be great. But if I can live a life and live a full life, just to be able to say like, okay, moving on, more good days than bad days.